You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Def. I'm Melissa. I'm Calvin. And I'm Dave. And we're back. Happy 2020, you got or 2021. Sorry, <laughs> oh, we're not going no. back. Mulligan. <laughs> no, pardon that. It is a history you know, podcast. It, it still feels <laughs> like 2020. So it is because let's be honest. 2021 went. Hey, yeah. 2020, hold my beer. Right. Yeah. 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 That that was not a mistake. What I just did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> big deal. Like, we just we just almost had a coup. You know, no big deal. It's right. Like, was like, hey, 2020, you got until what? You you had until March for it to be a good year. I'll give you right. six days. <laughs> right. Six right. Freaking days. And we still have inauguration, man. I don't. Uh, I don't we're know living in crazy happen. times, people. But that's why we are here to entertain you with. Uh, other history, hopefully, some of it, most of it fun, some of it depressing, according to Dev, who has a show coming up I'm, in a few I'm episodes. I'm kind of sick of being, going through historical events. I was just going to say, I, I, I'm, I'm done with being alive during history, yeah, history-making events. That'd be great if we could stop right. that, yeah. So we're going to talk soon. about historical events that we didn't live through. <laughs> well, that that <laughs> anyone can I prove, because I mean, you, you keep claiming to be a vampire, so... Well, I mean, I I can neither uh, confirm nor deny that I'm a vampire. I just... (laughs) Just so you know, Calvin is yet again going to talk about a historical event that he may not have lived through, but you guys still owe me for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My historical event... Hashtag reparations. (laughs) We are still living through it. It's just not happening to us. (laughs) Right. Right. Just not here, but... (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, I'm excited to get started. I've been uh, sitting on this one uh, since about November of last year, and we couldn't get you know anything working uh, for the end of the year. So now we're back. It's January. Uh, we're going to get started. I'm your historian today. But before we get started, everybody raise your glasses. You know how we do. Buck Jefferson. Buck Jefferson. <laughs> Cheers, Tink. everyone. Cheers. Ah, Delicious. So good. What's everybody so, drinking though? Um, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Coffee. A <laughs> uh, shot of Appleton Estate Signature and coffee. Dihydrogen monoxide. And, uh, <laughs> McAllen Highland Single Skull uh, 12, 12 year McAllen. Ooh, nice. Okay. I don't know okay. if I could drink right now i don't know i'll see i didn't drink i haven't drank much this week i did not drink during the week that's my uh my new year's resolution not drinking during the week oh i'm i'm doing dry january so i'm just i tried and then january 6th happened and it was like well okay that was that was the one night that i allowed myself to drink because i just not only not only was that going on but i had stuff going on in my home that before even all that happened i was already stressed and ready to drink so after that happened i was like you know what this doesn't count this doesn't count for dry january i'm just going i'm gonna go for it this is still technically 2020 we're okay we're we're good we're good (laughs) Um, long ringing in the new year oh yeah so uh today we're going to talk about um the Fox sisters and uh, they were three sisters from New York uh, that played a really big part in the, um, the emergence of spiritualism, uh, which was a, uh, it was an informal religious movement um, that was based on the belief that the spirits of the dead 
uh, do exist. So they believe in spirits and um, they have the ability and the inclination to communicate with the living. So when you think of spiritualism, you know, like the mediums that they, you know, they used to have like the people sitting around the table and, um, and they also believed that uh, the spirits continued to evolve. And so that when we spoke to these spirits, that we could gain wisdom and insight, uh, you know, because they're constantly evolving even after death. Um, Speaking for so- all black people right now, I'm out. <laughs> Y'all white people want to keep getting haunted? That's your asses. Well, and... and- Honestly, it, it sounds like it was a bunch of white people that did this because yeah, y'all want um, hauntings because this is how you get hauntings. So it's a bunch of white people, <laughs> probably. Um, I mean, it, it, it was the biggest in in Europe and the United States. Uh, it had its largest growth period from like the nineteen or eighteen forties to the nineteen twenties, and um, it was mostly just English speaking countries, um, middle upper class people. Um, I mean, this was really popular with the um, like upper class in Europe. They used to have mediums come to their parties, um, and it was all part of this, you know, spiritualism movement. Um, and so the Fox sisters, uh, they were kind of a big part of getting this started. Um, so, like I said, three sisters from New York. You know, let me get. I get. I want to get. Make sure I've got all my notes uh, pulled up properly here, so that I don't mess anything up. Da, da, da. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so, what you're um, saying is basically, even in the 1800s, the foxes were the fox was lying to people. Is what you're saying? That's. <laughs> well, I mean, that has yet to be seen. Uh, <laughs> what does the fox say? Yeah. <laughs> um, Those are real. <laughs> So, okay, the three sisters, um, there was Leah, who was born in April of 1813, Maggie, who was born October of 1833, and Catherine, uh, who was born um, in March of 1837. Um, the two youngest, uh, they lived in this house in Hydesville, Jesus. New York, and, uh, you know, with their parents. I don't like that. I don't like that. You don't, you don't like what? the hit counts background. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at it because I'm looking at my notes. Oh, so creepy. Freaking um, again, for, the, for those listening, we, we are doing this via Zoom, so Calvin is messing with his virtual backgrounds. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, the house that they were living in um, in 1848 was uh, had a reputation for being haunted, but it wasn't until um, late March that the family started hearing um like sounds all over the house like they would hear like knocking um and they would hear like furniture moving um you know so it was almost to them it was like a confirmation that this house was haunted um maggie uh gives like a description of what like the sounds were like so i'm gonna this is off of their wikipedia page uh for the Fox sisters. So you can, you know, read more about that there. Uh, She said, when we went to bed at night, we used to tie an apple to a string and move the string up and down, causing the apple to bump on the floor, or we would drop the apple on the floor, making a strange noise every time it would rebound. Mother listened to this for a time. She would not understand it and did not suspect us as being capable of tricks because we were so young. So the, basically what she's saying is, like after all these events happened, this came out in 1888 was that they were causing all of the sounds, all the haunting sounds in the house. Um, Seems so legit. yeah. Um, They're doing this, this to their own mom. Yeah. 
Okay. They well, they were yeah because they. I don't know if it started off necessarily. It doesn't seem like it started off like as a joke. I feel like they were doing this like very intentionally. Um, oh, it's like I, it feels it like it seems like they were absolutely doing it to mess with their mom and their older sister. Like they like they were just they were. I mean, anybody who has kids knows that know that kids just are annoying. They would like to annoy yeah, each other and you. Totally have a yeah. YouTube channel today showing when they're pranking mom. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Mom would be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's ghosts in the house. <laughs> it's a prank. I mean, it, it, oh, that's man. the problem. You know, it's 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 jackass, but 1800s version. That's you know that <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah. But, <clears throat> so the two youngest daughters um, decided to take it further, and so um, and they killed the mom. No, no, they didn't kill mom. Um, murder is funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Welcome uh, to the murder. <laughs> um, so uh, Catherine challenged the invisible noisemaker, uh, which, you know, they, they were pretending was a spirit to repeat the snaps of her fingers. So she snapped her fingers and then the spirit did the same thing. And then. She asked it to, and then uh, West Side Story broke out, and they were all like, "Just do it." <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Um, and then you know they they asked the spirit to rap, like you know, knock, and then it did. And so at this point, uh, the mom's like, "Oh my god, like this is crazy!" And so they start, you know, the neighbors were called in because this was like a big deal at the time, and. Um, so they started doing this thing where they would ask it yes and no questions. Um, and it was, so this is the first documented rap battle is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it, it sucked. Apparently. I'm uh, the stage. <laughs> <He's a dead>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they would do these yes and no questions. And then they'd say, you know, knock one for yes, knock two for no. And that whole thing. Um, and then they would do it also to have it like spell out things like knock like the number that coordinates with the letter. Um, so they started doing this and, you know, the the spirit, <laughs> qu- you know, finger quotes was responding. And so they called the spirit Mr. Splitfoot, which is a nickname for the devil. Um, but then later on, they would, you know, they claimed that the the spirit they were communicating with was a peddler named Charles B. Rosna, who had been murdered five years earlier and buried in the cellar of the house. Um, because, as I said earlier, this house actually, Which before they even the moved... property value, by by the way. That definitely lowers it, the property value of someone being murdered it, and buried in the basement. Well, I feel like, but the, I don't think the disclosure rules were uh, were in real estate in the 1800s, so I think they might Why have been okay. I to do this to my joke? <laughs> because reasons. <laughs> I know some people that that would uh, increase the real estate value. Me, yeah, right? <laughs> I'd be like... Look, Let's move in. Let's yeah. let's do some CSI shit. Let's do it. I need this house. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like this guy punched his last ticket. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have my sunglasses and sunglasses like, like, Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh my God, um, I can't stand that show. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's not ideal. But um so anyway, um, you know, that that's how this all started out. Um uh the two younger sisters, Catherine and, and Maggie, got sent to um, a nearby city uh, in Rochester, and um, the wrappings followed them, you know, when they moved to this other house. And so they were actually invited to, like, 
demonstrate, you know, the spirit knocking and, um, <clears throat> you know, their communication with, uh, with the spirit. Um, and, uh, uh November, uh, 1849, they demonstrated their spiritualist, uh, rapping, uh, at the Corinthian hall in Rochester. And it was the first demonstration of spiritualism held before a paying public. So it was kind of, you know, and it basically started a long history of these very public events uh, that spe- that featured like mediums and leaders uh, in, in the United States and other countries. So, I mean, it was there were other people doing this in other places, but they were the first ones that like made it a spectacle, really. Um, so they, you know, the girls became famous because at this point, nobody had disproven them. They couldn't disprove it. You know, and of course, people tried just as they always, you know, have. There's always skeptics. Um, you know, they had tons of famous people that were like, you know, politicians and, and you know, movie stars and stuff that were, you know, wanting to meet them. And um, uh, they became really well known as mediums and were giving seances for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, there were some of the skeptics would say like, oh, the knocking is just like a cracking of joints or, you know, like, so they were basically as they're investigating them thinking, Oh, they're, you know, like cracking their toes or like doing something with their body. Whose knuckles crack that freaking loud that it sounds like a knock. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mine sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh Lord, let me tell you. Japanese <laughs> yeah. never been old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like, you know, a knock sounds I don't want to do it because my dogs will start barking, but you know, <laughs> we all know what a, like a good, you know, solid knock sounds like. Yeah. I've never heard a joint pop that loud. Even, and I've been around a lot of old people in my life. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, so there was that theory that they were, you know, uh, you know, using that as a way to do the knocking. And um, there was a gentleman, uh, Charles Page, uh, in 1853 that investigated the sisters and um, he, he had a pretty keen eye when it came to like looking um, like looking into science, like he used science to debunk, you know, fraudulent claims of spirituality and, and things Did he of show that up? nature. Did he show up in the mystery machine with a dog with him? <laughs> you know, that would have been cool, but I don't Stinky. think that that's what happened. He just wanted to own the amusement park. Oh man, Wiggles! (laughs) Why are you always popping your joints near our house? (laughs) Oh my god! Um, Turns out it was Grandma's knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah. So he like uh, he went to two of their um, sessions because he's trying to expose them and. he observed that the wrapping sounds came from underneath the long dresses. You know how people dress in the 1800s with the really long skirts. And so he observed that the, the, the wrapping was coming from underneath their dresses. So um, when he asked if the spirits could produce the sound like in a different spot, you know, like away from them, like, you know, like across the room or something. Um, Are you trying to suggest this guy thought their pussy was popping so hard that's what was causing it? (laughs) He was just saying, like, there could be, you know, something under their skirt, like a piece of wood that they're stepping on or, you know, something. Or or wop. Or queefing. Or wop. Or queefing, yes. Or wop. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a... (laughs) 
That dangling thing in the back of their throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of disgusting things that we could say (laughs) at this point. Um, So, yeah, when he asked them this, one of the girls uh, went into um, a wardrobe closet where her dress uh, touched the wood, uh, where the sound transmitted into the wood plank. But she was unable to control the sound sufficiently to, like, make the same uh, communication that they had um, set up, like, that they had established. Um, throughout so he um devised like the these like things that that emulated the sounds that the girls made which could be concealed under long clothing and he uh basically said that if you know if we were to look under their skirts and find these contraptions like we could expose their fraud but you know it was under their skirts, and I don't really know if, like, I think at that time, like, you couldn't just lift up a lady's skirt. Like, I feel like that was, like, wait, you what, couldn't just wait, go, wait, wait, you let can, me know when was the time when you were I was like, yeah, is, like, is that, that, is that cool now? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, search like warrant to look under these skirts and you search warrant. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if there was a time when it was necessarily, like, um, like not frowned upon, but I know that throughout history, women have been treated extremely poorly and have. I mean, if you're orange and have a lot of money, you can do it whenever you want. (laughs) There you go. It didn't happen to me, so it never happened. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That joke came full circle. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, there there were other people uh, that were in the field of like trying to debunk or prove that whether or not that they were, um, you know, actually contacting spirits some of them said they were some of them said they weren't um and uh eventually um in uh 1851 one of the relatives of the fox family um admitted that um she assisted them during their seances by touching them to indicate when the rap should be made so like she would give them like a signal like my baby touching their leg or whatever um and she claimed that you know kate uh, Catherine and Maggie showed her the method that they used to produce the knocking um, by snapping their toes and using their knees and ankles. So I guess essentially they were using some parts of their bodies for this, maybe not like cracking their knuckles or their toes as was once thought, but they were using this. Um, and then apparently over the years, uh, uh, Catherine and, and Maggie developed some pretty bad drinking habits. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Um, I, you know, to numb the pain of the fact that they've gotten their joints all jacked up. Yeah, over the years. They're, they're all jacked up. And yeah, um, you know, people are Mom's starting like, to realize. on you, motherfuckers. Yeah, people are starting to realize they're bullshit, you know. Uh, uh, so in, in about 18. 18- 1988, they uh, started fighting with their older sister and other spiritualists who were, you know, saying that, like, Catherine was drinking too much uh, to take care of her children. They're like, they were going to call CPS, you know, and just be like, you remove her kid. Um, And then uh, Maggie was um, thinking about actually going back to being uh, a Roman Catholic uh, because she had thought, like, in her head that her powers were actually like bad for her they were diabolical and evil um so she you know had these thoughts in her head and they wanted to harm their older sister as much as possible so uh they traveled to new york city where a reporter offered them fifteen hundred dollars if they would expose their methods and give him the story so um 
1888, October of 1888, uh, they actually showed how they did it. So at this point, they finally, you know, showed to the world that, you know, everything they had done was bullshit. Um, there were still people that believed in them at this point, too, after like the first confession of the the relative of the family, because people were like, oh, you know, she's just saying that because, you know, she's jealous that the, these yeah. two sisters are making Definitely, all this money are, and they are have. That, are you saying yeah. that people continue to believe something ridiculous, even after it's been shown to be <laughs> false? Say yes. it isn't so. Say it isn't so. <laughs> I know, right? That's Mind never happened. That's so surprising to me. Okay, that has never happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We're almost done here. Um, and then basically, once they came out and you know said everything was fraudulent, um, they rejected spiritualism, which is something that they really helped pull to the forefront. So I mean, they're 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 guilty of you know making spiritualism into this grandiose affair. Um, and so uh, they made some strong statements. I'm going to read uh, this one also uh, is on the Wikipedia page. I just find the statements on here interesting. So I'm going to read that to you guys. Um, the first one's by Maggie. Uh, she says that I have been chiefly instrumental in perpetuating the fraud of spiritualism upon a too confiding public. Most of you doubtless know the greatest sorrow in my life has been that this is true, and though it has come late in my day, I am now prepared to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. I am here tonight as one of the founders of spiritualism to denounce it as an absolute falsehood from beginning to end, as the flimsiest of superstitions, the most wicked blasphemy known to the world. Boom. I thought it was a pretty, she was just like, fuck it. She made all this money off of it, too, which is so crazy. So, like, I'm wondering, you know, if maybe... Because I, I I wanted to do a little bit of extra research, but I didn't really have time with all this moving stuff. But I'm curious as to whether it was actually um, because they declined in like the decline in making money off of it. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The ride's over. Might as well just kill it. Yeah. Right. right. So I, yeah. I'm thinking that has something to do with all of a sudden, you know, these women who've lived really well off of this, um, you know, deciding to come public. Uh, but anyway, and then so then there's one uh, quote by Catherine that says, I regard spiritualism as one of the greatest curses that the world has ever known. Hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, so uh, and then they died. Uh, <laughs> as as they as, do. Yeah. As they do. As and then started does. haunting people and they were like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that. Yeah. There's... Get it? I get it. <laughs> um, but I, I just found it really fascinating that these um, these younger, you know, these girls were pretty young when they started doing this. And they were able to pull the wool o- over so many people's eyes and, like, rise to fame doing this and make all this money, um, you know. And what really pisses me off about spiritualism is that these people preyed on the sentimentality and the grief and the heartache of a lot of people. I mean... I mean, you don't see that on daytime talk shows at all anymore. Never. With a guy coming on going, there's a there's a name in this part of the room. Uh, maybe a T. It starts, a it starts with, yeah. a, with a with with a ma, or 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 ja, he, he, he or, died uh, of he died of something. He he <laughs> right. he, 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 he died early. He was. That was a shirt for me. His name started with, <laughs> a, with an M, a, a U, yeah. P. He died right. of he died of throat cancer. No, he didn't. 
Well, I'm pretty sure he had throat cancer. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that from someone else in the room. Someone else in the room had somebody die. Something something with the neck. Something. Yeah. something. Did anybody here have a grandma? Anybody have a grandma? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and so for me, even to this day, like I and I've done I, I personally went in to get, you know, not for a seance, but for a reading because I wanted to experience it to see, you know, what the hype was because I was essentially trying to debunk it. And honestly, I didn't really get anything from it. I thought it was really, I mean, and that's just me for people that believe in it. That's fine. But I just, it makes me really sad that all those people were preyed upon, you know, in their, in their, in their grief and their saddest moments. And um, even to this day, people that do that really piss me off, (laughs) you know, we need just to like super good guessers, I think, is you know, or they just do general questions and then yeah. kind of it, it takes somebody that's really good at cold reading. People. Yeah. Oh, did the the South Park yeah. episode about John Edwards is to this day yeah. one of my favorites. That's yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time to pop out the plugs. I'll go first. Um, I'm just writing right now. I'm not writing a whole lot. I don't really have anything to plug. Um. I have a pro- as soon as I can announce the project that's coming out the soonest, I will, but I can't announce it yet. But an announcement is coming, and that's all I got for today. <laughs> it's not even breathing hard. All right. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, pandemic. Nothing. Right. Nothing to yeah. plug. Uh, I guess you could you can listen to my show uh, eventually when I uh, when I send Stephanie the information she needs to actually post my episodes. Yep. Um, but leading questions with Calvin Moore, uh, you can find that on the podcast Detroit Network and wherever uh, fine podcasts are posted elsewhere. I guess. So. Woo! Uh, Deepwater Games, SourcePoint Press, N3 Art, all that stuff that I'm involved with. We're we're still alive, surprisingly, despite 2020. Yeah. Uh, we're not dead yet. Yeah, we're not dead yet. Uh, I'm work. Uh, they've pushed pushed me be to uh, helping them make tabletop simulator games of the Deepwater games now because I refuse to go into the office. <laughs> Just like no, 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 Corona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, as always, uh, fuck Steve. Uh, so podcast Detroit, all the things, uh, we have, uh, yeah, we've closed our Royal Oak studios. However, we do have our Northville, Detroit and New Hamtramck location up and running. Uh, we are getting more and more people back in the studios. And obviously, like we said, you know, earlier in the episode, we're doing this one via zoom. We're doing a lot of shows remotely as well. Uh, so yeah, drop us a note. Awesome. All right, you guys, I'm excited. It's our first show of 2021. Uh, I'm so glad to see all your faces. I've missed you. Aww. And uh, you're, all, you're all so cute. <laughs> um, and thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with some more fun history stuff. See you then. Yeah.